Hey, hey, hey! Exciting news! Do you ever look in the mirror or at a photograph of yourself or put on some clothes? Or rather, don't put on some clothes because the clothes you really want to wear are hanging in the cupboard or buried in some bag at the back of the cupboard and your heart sort of sinks and you think... I know, I know I need to do different things. I know I need to do something different to lose the weight, to get healthy, to do all the stuff I want to get to, to what Dr. Alina calls healthy, amazing you. And yet somehow I can't do it. You, my friend, have what is called a doing gap. It's not a knowledge gap. It's a doing gap because you're busy and you've got other stuff going on. So the Radiate and Renew program starting, drum roll please, next week, we're kicking off on Tuesday next week. It's super exciting. You will learn to do four small but mighty habits that you are going to enjoy and it's going to be easy. Now the idea of this, there's two ideas behind it. Number one, you do the habits, in a year's time you've still got the habits and they really have moved the needle. You know, you're really doing things slightly differently. But also, once you start doing things differently, you realise that you can carry on doing things differently. And so you might decide, hey, I'm going to do the reboot or I'm going to do something else and I'm really going to get to the bottom of this goal. I'm going to reach my goal. So if you are interested, if you'd like some help and support, Radiate and Renew starts on Tuesday. I will leave the link in the show notes. Welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Carrick. I teach busy mums who are trying to juggle everything to transform their lives, to lose weight and lead a healthy life so they can feel fit and fabulous. On the Fit and Fabulous podcast, we chat about nutrition, healthy living, emotional wellness in a way that you can apply to your life. I'll show you how to stop being frustrated and overwhelmed with healthy living and how to make it fun and easy. You're invited to sign up to my free New Me workshop. Change your mindset to healthy living in five days. Get to the bottom of those I can't do it thoughts and transform them into wow, it's so easy and fun. You can sign up at drorlina.com slash new me. That's doctor, D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com slash new line in the middle, me. Good morning, good morning. How are you doing today? I hope you are feeling fabulous. I am sitting in my terrace in Spain. Do you sit in a terrace or on a terrace? On a terrace, I think, because it is winter here and I love winter in Spain. Well, not all of it. It can get quite cold at times, but often the sun shines. And houses in Spain during the winter, as far as I can work out, are colder on the inside than the outside. So it is freezing inside. So I am sitting outside, enjoying a bit of glare, squinting, not really being able to see anything. And if you can hear sounds from out and around, that is the sound of Spain. And it is wonderful here. Today, we are going to talk about meditation, the benefits of meditation and how to get started. Now, as always, I want to start off with a little story. So my personal story, I think of meditation. A few years ago, Um, I was a mother of four children. I still am a mother of four children. But a few years ago, I think I found my life quite stressful. I found myself in a situation where I was struggling 
with so many things, with four young children and my husband was stressed, the children were noisy and um, trying to get my business up and running, so much pressure on myself. And actually, my husband became unwell and it was a few summers ago and he was really quite unwell and we didn't really know what was wrong with him. And it was quite scary, as it always is. To cut a long story short, he was diagnosed with reflux. And I am pretty sure that stress played a huge, great role in that um, disease process. The stress of having four young children who are noisy and boisterous and as much as we love them, when they jump on you, you do get that um, stress reaction. So I, at that stage, started looking at different things. I did an amazing parenting course called um, with a lovely lady called Dr. Laura Markham, talking about positive parenting and how you want to or how we can bring up children. But actually, a lot of the work was on yourself. So she has this method where she calls it stop drop and breathe. So when you get stressed with your children, what you actually do is stop whatever you're doing and drop and breathe. And this was really, I think for me, the introduction of thinking about how we are really in control of the way we want to be. And along with that, she used to send daily um, messages, daily little thoughts, which I totally loved. And I started doing a little bit of meditation. Now I am definitely what I would consider to be an amateur meditator. I'm not quite sure what the word is. There are definitely people who take meditation really, really to the realms of professional meditation, like Buddhist monks who spend a lot of time doing it. One thing that I always think amuses me is when I read books by people who are very, very good at meditation, I think, yeah, you don't have four kids jumping on you every single day. It's easy to meditate when you're in the middle of Tibet and less easy when you're in the thick of it. But I think the tools that meditation gives us are super useful. And it's not just tools that we can implement on a daily basis when we get stressed like that and thinking about breathing, but actually generally it just brings down our entire stress level so that we are less likely to get stressed at these daily occurrences of children jumping on you. So that is my personal story. And I really enjoy meditation. And as I say, I'm not perfect at it, but I do try and show up and do it at least once a day, if not more. So let's have a think about the benefits of meditation. And clearly meditation has been around for thousands of years. Buddhists have been doing it for thousands of years. And I think we have a lot to learn from Buddhists. They've really, I think, the forerunners of this self-help. But now what we are trying, being able to see is that research is also following and showing that there are benefits. And I was googling benefits, I found an article of 76 positive health benefits, so I will leave a link to that and you can go and have a look at all of them. But the big ones are stress reduction and weight loss, uh, reduction in anxiety, you're more likely to be productive, you're more likely to be self-aware, which I think leads to productivity and less anxiety. And lots of health benefits like pain and blood pressure and even sleep. So all of these things, they all add up to being more healthy. If you can sleep better, you're 
less likely to put on weight. You're more likely to feel happy and less stressed. So it all is just a little bit that adds on to healthy living, healthy and happy living. So what exactly is meditation? Well, there are different types of meditation and there are different ways of doing meditation. But in a nutshell, what you're doing when you meditate is cutting out that chatter, that chatter, 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 that train of thought. Apparently, we have 60,000 thoughts a day. Oh my goodness, that is so many thoughts. And we can pay attention and listen to that thoughts. You know those times when you're lying in bed trying to get to sleep and your brain is just going, this thing, this thing, this thing. And what you want to do is turn that off and start paying attention to other things. So, The, the different ways of doing this are, for example, lots of um, methods make you focus on something that isn't that chatter. For example, your breath. You might focus on your breathing. And whilst you're focusing on your breathing, you're not listening to that constant, constant chatter. And other ways of doing it are with flames, so looking at the fire or a candle or even imagining a light around you. And it doesn't really matter how you do it. Um, it's just a matter of showing up. Now, the different types of meditation. So you can think about it as an observing meditation. So you can be focusing on your breathing and thoughts come up. And it's not necessarily about total absence of thoughts. It's about observing those thoughts and thinking, oh, that's interesting that it comes up. What you don't want to do is then get a whole nother train of thought. Oh, and last Tuesday this happened. Oh, and I must remember to do that. Those kind of thoughts are not the thoughts that you want to be having whilst you're meditating. And if they do, you can just think thinking and return to whatever it is that you're focusing on. So the idea is to become more mindful and more observing. Now, another way of thinking about meditation, I will refer you to a book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. It is a super interesting book. He talks about meditation in that, and he talks about a slightly different form of meditation. Well, I guess it's kind of the same, but he comes at it from a slightly different way. And what he's talking about is turning off certain brainwaves. Those brainwaves are what we call alpha brainwaves. When we talk about brainwaves, what people are measuring is something called an EEG, where they stick those electrodes on your head and they look at the electrical forms that come out. And there's different patterns of brainwaves. And when we're thinking in that concentrating thought area, we have what are called alpha brainwaves. And when we fall asleep, we have different types of brainwaves. Now, there's lots of different brainwaves. And I have to confess, I would have to go and revise them in order to tell you all about them. But the ones where we're closer to sleep are called beta ones. And this is where you're more in a slightly hypnotic state. What Joe Dispenza says is that what you want to do is turn your brainwaves from alpha brainwaves into beta brainwaves so that you're more in this hypnosis kind of area. And then he uses that as a jumping board to really focus on what you want to create in life. So it's a really interesting book. It's a little bit of science mixed with woo-woo, which I always think is the most interesting way to have books. I find science a little bit boring if it's just, just science. 
Now, I did a little bit of Googling, and there is something called Transcendental Meditation, which um, was very popular in the 50s and 60s. And there was a gentleman called Maharishi Mahesh, and he was a yogi from India. What he taught people was to use a mantra for 15 or 20 minutes twice a day. And this is the technique that has been used in many research studies. So I will leave a link to the Wikipedia page about that. So there are different styles of meditation. And I suspect it doesn't really matter which one you use, that you just want to find something that suits you and that you enjoy. How do you start? How do you start meditating? Well, I think the first thing to remember is that meditation is a practice. It's like riding a bicycle or learning to play the piano. And when you first start out, you are a beginner. You're a beginner for a really long period of time, unless, of course, you are going to really focus and make this part of your life. So perhaps you want to go off and do a six-month course. Well, then you're going to learn it quite quickly. But the reality is that most of us are going to spend between five minutes and an hour maximum a day doing this. And so it's going to take us a time to learn this. You don't get to be a concert pianist the first time you sit down to play the piano. And that is the same with meditation. The first time, you might just sit there for five minutes going, yeah, nothing much happened. I keep forgetting about my breathing and thinking about my to-do list Well, that's normal. And the more you practice, the more you show up, the more you're going to develop these tools of being able to forget about your to-do list and focusing on something else. First of all, you can just sit down and do it and say, I'm going to spend five minutes a day and I'm just going to either concentrate on my breathing or visualize a light somewhere in me, or there are other techniques to do it, but those are the main two ones. And I'm just going to do this And if you're super motivated, that's a perfectly fine way of doing things. There are also lots of free resources on the internet. People typically do a talk-through session where they will talk you through a meditation. um, And generally, people have nice, calm voices like this. There are lots of apps that do this and lots of people that do it. And I think you just want to find somebody who you like, who you resonate with, um, who does something that's about the same amount of time that you want to spend every day. Now, you can also get apps. So the two leading ones, I think, are Calm and Headspace, and you pay for these apps, and I'm pretty sure that both of them have a free trial. I use Calm myself. I don't know what Headspace is like. I'm sure it's fabulous as well. In Calm, they do a daily meditation. It's normally around 10 minutes, and you can listen to that meditation every single day. And I think to start off with, that is a really good way of getting you in the habit of doing it. As you develop and get better and better, so I have found that I now don't listen to that meditation anymore, and I just use their timer and time myself for 10 minutes or so. I would say, if you're really starting out, that probably paying for a year of that app, you pay yearly for these apps, or monthly, the Calm one is yearly, then probably about a year will do you well, and then after that, you'll probably feel fine to go off and do it by yourself. The other things you can do are find groups. It has the benefit of setting a time, a date, and the experience of the teacher. I'm a great one for groups. I know that if I have a group, then I will try very hard to get to that group. And if I've paid for it, I'm far more likely to go to it. So the group that I personally go to is a yoga meditation. So we do a little bit of yoga 
and meditation. Now, yoga is different types of yoga and different types of meditation. But most places, we live in a really small town and there's a few yoga classes and a few meditation classes. So normally if you look around, you will find something. And the benefits of that are that you also find other friends as well who are interested in the same kind of things. If you do want to get started out, I would suggest that you put it into your schedule because when you have written something down and said, I'm going to make time to do this, this is when I'm going to do it, you're far more likely to do it than if you say, oh, this week I'm going to try and get to it. A good time to do it is either when you wake up or before you go to sleep, particularly if you're doing Dr. Joe Dispenza's method, which focuses on those beta wavelengths where you're more likely to have those beta wavelengths just after you wake up and just before you go to sleep. But it doesn't have to be. If the middle of the day works for you, then the middle of the day. And you want to find a nice, quiet place and time when you won't be interrupted and a comfortable place. You want to start generally either sitting on a chair or on the floor with quite an upright posture. So you're alert and relaxed, but you're not slumped in a sofa. And then do your meditation. And I think one really important aspect is to enjoy it and think, this is time with me. I'm spending time with myself and I really want to enjoy this time. There you go. Meditation for beginners in a nutshell. And I really do think that... Um, it's worth giving it a go. It's something that I also think that you can dip in and out of. It's not like if you start meditation, you have to meditate. You can do a few months here and then perhaps things happen. You can come back to it. That's perfectly fine. So the benefits are amazing. Stress reduction, more productivity, lots of health benefits and really mindfulness. So becoming aware of how you are and how you want to be, how your life is now and how you want it to be and super enjoyables. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina. If you enjoyed it, I would be really grateful if you could share it with a friend. Every time you share a podcast episode with a friend, it helps me to reach and help more people. Remember, you're welcome to sign up for the New Me Challenge. Dig out those I-can't-do-it thoughts and replace them with, wow, this is easy and fun. You can sign up at drlena.com slash new me. That's D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com slash new dash in the middle me. Have a lovely week and see you next week. Goodbye.